Alright, boys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We pump these out every week. And these are your hosts, Sebastian and Henry. We greatly appreciate you guys tuning in to the episodes. We really do. And also, guys, uh, if you guys don't know, we also have an Instagram account called the Ipe Boys Podcast. Make sure to go and follow us, and uh, we hope you guys really enjoy this episode. guys welcome back to a new episode this week today we have uh, another special guest as we always say uh-huh we <laughs> have uh we have we finally have this guy that i've been wanting to get for quite a while he's been busy and we all know why but uh we have uh victor Ultimer, the el magnifico and his <laughs> and his wife right here say what's up guys What's up? How you guys doing today? Good, good. good a little tired, but good. <laughs> a little well, tired? Yeah. But, um, no, but we finally got you in, man, and we're very excited. We, like uh, we said off air, we just got done. We watched your fight live, mm-hmm. and we were able to record a podcast, and we were nervous for you, man. Very nervous. We were talking that off air that we were just... It, it just even though I'm not I like I, it makes me feel like I'm competing, but yeah. like I'm just just watching you like holy you know, because I see how hard you work, your wife sees it, all the team sees you, how hard you work, and it just it's a good feeling to see you get what you deserve, which is that fucking LFA flywheel belt, bro. Flywheel yeah, this belt. guy brought the belt here. And I'm just like, damn, it's just shiny as hell. I know it's heavy, bro. It's like 30 <laughs> pounds, no joke. It's nice. So Victor, first year, and then Emily, either. What we do typically is just like tell us a little about yourself, essentially. Um, I, basically, well, me, I'm meeting you guys for the first time. Henry yeah. know, has known you for a bit, but tell us a little bit about yourself, Victor. Uh, well, I was born in Mexico City and I was racer till I was nine. And then I moved here. I've lived in Texas ever since. Uh, I would call Texas my home. Right. You know, it's it's so... Now you're a Texan. home. I'm yeah. a, I would say <laughs> so, yeah, you're you know, a Texan. but at the same time... I know how different the world is outside of here in Mexico, and I liked it there too, and I miss it, you know? I want to go back and and be Mexican as well. I yeah. miss doing that. But for now, you know, Texas is my home. So I would say that uh, I'm happy living here for now. Yeah. No, and what about you, Emily? Okay, hey. Uh, I well, what you want to know? I feel like I'm supposed to talk about my vocation first. Yeah. Um, that's what people usually do. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm a chiropractor and a yoga instructor, and um, I was born here in Texas. I'm a native, and um, of mostly of like this um, mid cities area that we're in too. Yeah. Over here on this side of Fort Worth, and. Um, Mm, I don't know. What do you want to know? No, that's all. No, just literally just get to know you. So you're a chiropractor. So how long have you been doing that? Almost four years now. Dang. Me and Henry, have you been to a chiropractor? I've been to a chiropractor. Oh, I go all the time. Yeah, I've been a chiropractor from a car accident. And 
man, that stuff is scary when they pop my neck because this yeah. dude was huge, mm-hmm. huge hands, covered my whole dome. And he <laughs> says, just count it to three and just breathe. Or I forgot what he said, but when he popped my neck, I was like, oh, shit, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm fucking dead. Like, I'm dead. Like, I am dead. <laughs> but no, nah, other than that, like, do you enjoy that stuff? Yeah, I love your... it. I love it. Yeah. It's what I was made for. Yeah, and do you mm-hmm. work on Victor a lot since yeah, he's kicking ass time. out there? Yeah. It's quite helpful. Yeah. <laughs> I would say sure. that uh, it makes a big difference. That's yeah, good. So. You got that's awesome to have. How'd that. y'all meet? Of course, that has to be a question asked here. So, Emily used to be with this guy, right? And uh-huh. this guy. And I kicked his ass. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> her, you know? And he hired me to, uh, to climb on her balcony and play her a song or whatever uh, okay oh shit this is and romantic so i show up and she likes it they love it but she kind of was looking at me too much and i was like okay whatever and so you know we stayed in contact ever since and and we started dating <laughs> emily is this true is this how it happened exactly how it happened sick it's exactly i've Different i had ways. a i had a balcony i did <laughs> I had uh, um, rose bushes around the bottom, and uh, I had really long hair that I would (laughs) 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 just tumble over the side for my, uh, you know, whoever to crawl up there. It was dreaded. It was <laughs> my big dreaded brain. Yeah. I did have dreadlocks. That part is true. <laughs> the whole thing is true. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is true. And you also, you say you're a yoga instructor? Yeah. Stretching yeah, yeah, yeah. in point? I never stretch. That's why I ask. That's yeah. why I want to ask because I never stretch, but I know yoga is fucking good for you and shit. Yeah. So I was just going to want to ask that. Like, do I've do, tried yoga. Do you do a lot of yoga too? I like, I like to do it when I have the chance to. I've, I, I, need it more in my life but although it helps sometimes i just want to rest nah for you man you know but i try to it's hard it's yeah. hard you I know? know and when my day's done my body's exhausted oh yeah i just want to chill and there are some yoga that i can do and it feels good and relaxes me but i also like to challenge myself so if i see a hard class approaching i'm not gonna say no and I'm going to end up doing it and it's going to fuck me up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's how it be. Often the relax is the challenge. Especially yeah. for people like Victor who go so hard. And then you tell them to like slow down and breathe. And they're like, oh my God, this is the hardest thing I've done all day. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. Something that looks so peaceful is kind of Yeah, that peaceful. stuff definitely. Well, when I look at it, that stuff does not look easy. I'm like, that must hurt. Like, like hot yoga is difficult. <laughs> like hot yoga, I, I hear Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. It's a, it's a bitch, but you have to get through it. You know. Have you tried it? Oh God, no. It's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's fun. Really? Yeah. It's fun. You, how often do you get to sweat and not care about it? Right, you're just dripping. Yeah. You just and drip, and you don't care. Doesn't matter. Interesting. But it's like relaxing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't think about anything else. You can only think about like not passing out, not throwing up. What pose am I doing? You know what I'm saying? It's so intense that it is like that. It takes up your whole focus and it feels really good. Man, after what she just said, I know I'll fuck that all up. Yeah. Nah, you can definitely fuck it up, dude. (laughs) You can do it. You could take breaks. How long? How hot is it when hot yoga? What? What's the room temperature? I really don't know that. 
Yeah, it, de- it depends on where you go and what their intention is. But if you go, like, Bikram is, I think, 105 degrees. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is and hot. Then, uh, and he, they're, they're, like, they're like the hot yoga people. Um, and then uh, everywhere else is, I feel, I think it's going to be at least in the 90s. Like, mm. the heated room. Like That's still really 90s. hot, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's hot. It's pretty hot. 90s. Damn. And they turn up the humidity, too. Like, they make sure it's, God like, damn. that you're sweating. Yeah. Sweat factory. I'm drenching. Like, yeah. like, hope you like Cajun food. <laughs> 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 oh, but I was going to ask you, Victor. I, mean, I think I've heard you talk about this. I've listened to your interview before. Yeah. Hey, real quick though, I've, real quick, I've I used to be an Amazon driver, so like I would listen to like different podcasts and shit. I remember one time I listened to your, one of your interviews. You were getting interviewed by that one bridge dude, like your first ones, I guess. I think you just got done doing one with him as well. With Mike Owens. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Owens. Yeah, Mike Owens. Yeah. I Liverpool. Listen, yeah, I was listening to the interview with him, but I want to uh, briefly to talk about what was the first like fighting style you got into and and how you got into jiu-jitsu and other styles. My first fighting style was taekwondo. Okay. And I got into it because when I was younger at 6, I did taekwondo, but at that age, you know, I was just there cuz I looked cool with yeah. the gi on. And I stopped. And then I didn't pick it up again until I was 12. And by then, I thought, okay, I, I want to make this. I want to take this seriously now. Right. You know, because I had watched Power Rangers. Yeah. Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time. And so, so I'm taking this seriously, you know. And it turned out that just taking something you love seriously takes you to really cool places, you know. And sometimes you have to know where to draw the line between I'm taking myself too seriously mm. because there is that too. Right. And, you know, just finding that. The balance, I guess. The balance. Of, yeah. Of how serious are you going to take yourself right. or how serious are you going to take what you love? And then I just kept doing it, kept doing Taekwondo and I did it all through middle school and high school. I got my second degree black belt and i i would also teach i've always been teaching one of the reasons why i started fighting actually is because i didn't find myself i didn't think of myself worthy of being a teacher Mm. and oftentimes in my taekwondo school i was asked to teach someone something and i thought man i don't know if i'm qualified right you know, I would always ask myself, like, how do I know this doesn't work or this does work? And so as my time as a martial arts progressed, I stayed with Taekwondo. I I then moved to Fort Worth to go to college in UNT. And while I was doing that, I started jujitsu because I wanted to improve. As I said, like, I want to make sure I can teach people. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure I'm well-rounded because what if they ask me a question and right. I give them a wrong answer? Yeah. You know? Which is very prominent. You would be, it concerns me how often people take self defense classes that use ineffective techniques. Mm. Like, this is someone's life that's about to be threatened, and they think they can defend themselves. You know, in their head, they know that a 180 crescent kick will disarm the gunman if you kick him in the wrist. Yeah. I'm I'm exaggerating that point, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's true. Some people are taught. So I want to make sure I don't teach people things that I haven't yet tested against another trained individual. Right. 
And so I started grappling with jiu-jitsu, peak performance with Juan. And, you know, at that time, Juan was the coach. Michael was the coach. Uh, Paul Homie was the coach. You know, there were a lot of good coaches. Right. I didn't know anybody. I just wanted to learn how to grapple. And so I started grappling. It was really difficult. I didn't tap anybody for a year. A year? A year. Yeah. That's a year of me getting my ass beat yeah. every day. Yeah. I'm a little guy. Yeah. I can't hold people down when I'm tired. So if I got snatched, it's like, fuck. Yeah. You know? Damn. One year. I went from being a high-level Taekwondo striker from big tournaments. Mm. And I come into this gym wearing a gi that looks the one that I've worn thousands of times. And I can't do shit. And I can't do shit. So that intrigued (laughs) me a lot. So I continued to do it. And so then it led to questioning, okay, can I do it against someone who is proficient at this? And led me to fighting. And I just kept fighting and... I love it. I love it because, like I said, I love teaching and I like learning about myself. And the best way to learn about yourself is to put yourself through adversity a lot. And so then if I want to be able to pass that on, what better way than to do it yourself? Yeah, to do it yourself. To like uh, practice where you preach, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. In some sense. No, that's uh, it's interesting what you say. I really want to... You said something that I've told Sebastian multiple times. It's like jiu-jitsu. Um, we've talked about jiu-jitsu multiple times, but um, it just, it's hard. Like I always told him, like when I first started, I got my ass kicked every day. You know, it's it's not easy. I'm, you know, paying so much money. Not so much money, but paying money. <laughs> I'm literally paying money to get my ass yeah. kicked. Uh-huh. If you think about it, it's like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm. It's interesting to hear your story, your point of view of jiu-jitsu, and then just like everyone else, you get your accent, and it takes a while for you to start picking it up, you know what I'm What's saying? your point of view? Of jiu-jitsu? Yeah, because it's your fir- is it your first martial art? Yes. So uh, what's it like? Yeah. It's like nothing I've ever done before, you know? Uh, because, like, I've, I've spoken about this multiple times, but it just, um, it just, you're testing your ego, you're testing yourself. Yeah, you're testing... Are you able to go in, get your axe kick, and be humble about it? Not a lot of people can be humble, you know. Everyone has that huge ego. And I know a lot of people that have huge egos, and I know that it's hard, you know. And that's why I love it, you know. I always tell everyone, every I will go in class, right, and I'm tired from work and stuff, from school and all that bullshit, right? And I tell myself, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Like, why did I do this? I could be home on my bed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like the feeling after when after a challenge match that Coach Juan puts us in or getting my ass kicked, like it's a great feeling because it like you, it's a test of character. A test of character, and that's all it is, you know. So that's that's why I see jujitsu. Just, just it's weird because they call it the gentle art, but I don't I feel no I don't feel gentle after. No. I feel pain <laughs> and pain after. Maybe it looks gentle from yeah. the outside. That's an that's a. As an observer, an untrained observer, jiu-jitsu is very boring. Yeah. It's very, very boring. Yeah. If you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Dang. You know? That's what me and Henry say about, yeah. Yeah. about like, because when we watch USC fights and all that, our friend group, like, 
they all everybody wants to see stand up, right? Because yeah. that's what people are excited about. But like from him, him talking about his day in jujitsu and stuff, and it was around the time when he used to go jujitsu with him often. Just hearing them talk about it and then learning from them and just like not actually physically doing it, but just how excited they got about it. When I see jujitsu in USC, it is interesting to me because it's just like I I guess from from their standpoint yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Well, it's because people don't understand the art form. It's an yeah. art form. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, just like everything, Taekwondo with boxing, it's an art form. It you is. Know? What would you say you enjoy the most? What do I say I enjoy the most? Out of about all martials have you learned? About martial arts in general. I'll, I, would, I enjoy the fact that there's always progress to be made. It's not okay. difficult to lose focus of the progress and what you should be doing next it's easy to it makes it so it makes you so transparent to yourself and makes you realize i need to work on this Mm -hmm. i need to work on this and 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 then it makes you realize that about your life in general it's like i need to work on this Mm. you know and that's what you love about it just like that progress you can always improve yourself yeah it's just it's just a constant because you mm. you are really good at what you practice and if you're constantly practicing overcoming challenges and overcoming adversity if you're constantly practicing losing if you're constantly practicing being able to handle a loss and grow from that then you will get good at doing those things and you can get good at doing those things in small scales and in big scales with low stakes and high stakes mm. you know why did you learn martial arts what made you want to like henry just it's a test of ego you know the, my favorite part of martial arts was um so being a woman being a girl in um america well that's all i really know you know i don't know how it is to be a girl in ecuador or anything but um you know to be raised here and in in our culture what we we just learn to be in defense all the time you know uh we learn to like our like approach our car i just did this the other day and i was like oh my gosh i'm doing it um there was somebody like parked next to my car and they like their car was running and they were in their car and so i approached my car from the other side like I didn't, I didn't want to be anywhere near them, um, and we're taught to do things like that and and carry our keys a certain way just in case somebody wants to come up on us in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? Like there's all these little things that girls are taught to be in defense all the time, and just to assume that um, someone's trying to hurt you all the time. Right. And Pretty so, shitty, right? Like it's shitty. Whole, yeah, yeah, it's um, nerve wracking for sure. And so. Uh, yeah, so that was that the benefit of being a girl for me. And so um, being an adult and just in the stage that I was in, kind of mid-20s, um, and knowing that I wanted to travel a little bit by myself, and I, I did enjoy going camping and stuff by myself at the time. Um, and so I just wanted to feel safer in my body. I wanted to feel like I could do that without feeling like I was, like I could take care of my, that's what I wanted is to feel like I could take care of myself. So then I started training. Um, I lived in Dallas at the time. So I started training with, uh, Carlos Machado and Addison and, um, 
And then I moved back. I moved over to Fort Worth. I moved back home with my parents. And Micah's my cousin. So that's when I started working out and uh, training at Peak. That's how we actually met. That's okay. how we met. That's the secret. Ma- wait, oh, Mike, wait. My God. wait, Micah's your cousin? Yes, Micah's well, does, my cousin. Does Micah have another cousin that trains there? Uh, his sister sometimes trains there. What's her name? Aubrey. My sister was training there for a while. Miriam, Micah's brother, was training there for a while. His nephew, I rem- Jennifer. I remember, I remember I was rolling with someone. I don't know. Just hearing you say that you relate to Micah somehow. I remember I was rolling with Micah's, like, one of his siblings. I don't know if it was you or someone. And, like, I guess, like, I kind of, like, went too hard. Like, they fell on their head or something. And I remember Coach Micah say, Yeah. But like I remember, like you know how he is. Probably, yeah. He's crazy. I remember Coach Jay was like, he's like, what the fuck? Like he was, he was just joking. He scared me. Like he's like, he like pushed me, but he was just joking. But you like, did I, it. Yeah, I I kind of I fucked up. I like grabbed their leg and like they fell on their head. Okay. But I and forgot then, who it was. Uh, you recently fell me, on your head. Remember. Yeah, I did. It, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I was rolling there today. I got bashed my head against the mat, Ooh. but it's all good. Is that lie? It's just because how Henry tells a fucking story Like in our friend group When Henry tells a story 9 times out of 10 He's making the whole group fucking laugh I don't know what it is But yeah. when he tells us his stories like, Shit cracks me up It's yeah. pretty funny <laughs> Yeah it is pretty funny Did, I, Have you heard about when Weston Broke Melissa's arm God mm-hmm. damn yeah. and he ah, it, was, uh, it was Melissa mm-hmm. She was going to get her blue belt that day And it was her first round He's like, all right, let's do it. 30 minutes on the clock. Round number one. Weston comes in. Boom. <laughs> Dang. I think someone told Psych. me about You're that. You're blue belt. You'll get a broken arm. Damn. Dang. So did she have to do it again like after? Later, yeah. Well, she recovered, but she sure did. Like a motherfucking trooper. Yeah. That's Melissa for everyone. Yeah. Damn. Noah's wife right there, guys. How do you break Melissa it? Melissa Seaborn. Yeah. You know? Ask her. Because I wasn't, right. it was, it's, you know, when you get injured, you don't know what happened because yeah. it's so close. It happened yeah. so close to their bodies that you didn't get a visual. So it was like that. But I'm sure uh-huh. that if I ask, they'll tell me exactly what it was. Damn. Damn. Oh, it's a brutal sport, man. Yeah. Brutal sport. Was, tough. I was going to ask you. So you have this thing over here on the table, which is a belt. Yes, sir. And, um. You've been how been so how long have you been fighting for how many years now for MMA pro MMA? I would say maybe seven six seven years. So since you're like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, around there. Around there, and so you've moved up the rankings, obviously. Yeah. As from I started when I started, I remember I started Jiu Jitsu twenty eighteen. So I remember like you were like I don't know what ranking you were at the time, but you were as high as you were. Now you moved up, and now you. Did you have, like, when you started fighting, did you have a goal? Like, what was your goal when you even began starting to fight? It was the one I mentioned earlier. It's like, I want to keep testing what I'm learning against another trained person. I lose, I come back, I get better. I win, okay, who's better? I win, who's better? I lose, okay, I, I come back, I train better, I fight, I win, who's better? Who's better? And just the... Just wanting to test myself. I guess I wasn't trying to climb up there. I was just trying to beat the best person who was next. Mm. And that was how I got here. 
Yeah, because you're obviously the number one LFA. You're like the the champ. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what yeah, it says right champ. there. He's a yeah, champ. That belt says it. He's a champ, yeah. obviously. And now, obviously, to really move up, you have to go to the, like UFC. That's that's the that's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. UFC. Yeah. So, I heard you. I heard we all we both heard your post interview. Yeah. And you were saying how, and I talked to Tay about this, but I I understood what you're saying. You you're going for the you were talking about money, right? Yeah. Which is obviously a good reason you need money. It's you know once you move up, the money comes, right? Yeah. So is that like, I like I like so I can understand like that's not your number one goal, is it? Or is it? Or do you want to be like the greatest flyweight of all time? My number one goal is to continue doing what I love, and I love to fight. Right. I'm about to start a family, mm-hmm. and I won't be able to continue to fight unless fighting provides me. Mm. You know, unless mm. fighting provides for my family and I, I won't be able to continue this for too long. Right. And I love it. So the only way for me to have both is for fighting to become my sustenance. Yeah. Then I can have what I want then I can and and I feel like right now I have the LFA belt I feel like I'm not asking for too much I don't think I'm asking for too much right now I know you're with that right there you know so at the very least maybe maybe I don't deserve it but I deserve to ask for it at the very least I deserve to ask for it yeah because it is what I love and it is what I want to do yeah damn and you, I mean, you showed, man, with that performance, you showed what's up. It was a dominant performance by a guy that, you know, with a, what was this, Olympian? Uh, Greco-Roman. Greco-Roman, I believe. Yeah. Nate Smith, shout out to Nate Smith. Tough motherfucker right there. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about that real quick. Uh, I don't, for you, I don't know if you knew this, Sebastian, but I remember leading up to a fight, I was, I saw you are fighting this Brazilian dude. And I yep. remember a week before your fight, they posted someone else, which was Nate Smith. Yes. So, uh, can you clarify that for us? I believe there were some issues with the visa. Um, he had it done, ready to go. And I think because of the new COVID laws and regulations, that also affects, you know, international travel. And some red tape must have come across, especially with that going on. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so the fight was ready to go. So, that's... uh unfortunate that it happened but the thing i like about the lfa is that they found a replacement and they found a good replacement who was active professional he showed up he was on time he brought in a fight you know he missed weight but you know what that's not a big deal six eight notice that's respectable in my eyes you know he only missed it by like what a pound or two you know maybe i don't know i doesn't i don't i don't care to remember because that's not what's important the important is that Mm. The LFA stepped up. Nate Smith stepped up. You know. No, yeah, and that's a good way of looking at it because other people in your situation would probably would even take the fight if you missed weight. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, you know, I mentioned earlier, I'm not there for that. Yeah. That's that's who's next, right? That's the best one. You know, I'm not there to find out if the best one is making weight. You know, I'm there to find out if I can beat them. Damn. So, 
leading up to this fight for you, what goes through like your training? My training? Um, well, my training stays consistent as far as the routine goes. Oh, and wow. as far as maintaining the power and explosion that we've been incorporating along with the cardio, we, we maintain that. And we see that and where I am in order for to increase even that, you know? Mm-hmm. So are we in a place where we have good cardio strength and power and explosion? Good. Are we Are we ready to increase that? Because it's difficult to all of a sudden just start lifting a lot of weight, you know? And just because you increased it in one week, you may or may not be ready to increase it again the next week. You know, it's 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 growth that you gotta gotta test. So, you know, we're doing that, we're incorporating training. Of course, we're still drilling jujitsu, we're still drilling striking. I'm still making sure that I'm sharpening the skills that I have and incorporating those that I don't. Yeah. And what about resting? So I know everybody talks about, hey, what do you do to train your body? How to get better, right? But what about resting? Because, of course, resting is also very important, right? Yes, so, it's very important. Yeah, yeah it's very important. I, uh, my my wife, Emily, tells me I, I don't rest as much as I should. But I do rest. I do go to CORE. Shout out to CORE Chiropractic. Um, I do go there once a week at the very least. You know, it just helps me recover. They do a great job. Um, I do Epsom salt baths. I do cryotherapy with my boy Adrian. Shout out to Adrian Delgado, also my strength and conditioning coach. You know, do an amazing job. Thank you. Yeah. What's the cryo for? The cryo? Um, from what I understand, oh, could you explain this a bit? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, nah. I got no yeah, yeah, nah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, from what I understand, the cryo. Um, makes your body go super cold so that all your blood goes to protect your vital organs since it thinks that you're about to die. And so it lasts three minutes because I think you would die. And when it's over, all that blood rushes back. So it keeps your body from swelling a lot. It keeps your inflammation oh, away. Okay. Uh, it's good for your circulatory Circulatory, circulatory system, you know, and it's just it's just good. Yeah, I I did it once. I went there like like a month ago, and I was like, it's funny because the wall says the best three minutes of your life. I said that's some bullshit. No, that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. You put a sabadoin in that bitch? Fuck that. I was, yeah. They even have they have this tapestry, these walls, you know, because it's cryo's a thing, and they have this. These cold Rocky Mountain uh, wallpaper yeah. painted something <laughs> like that. Funny. Yeah. You know, because it's a cryo room. It's going to yeah. be cold. Yeah. I would paint some palm trees on that. Hole. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. Like, I want to yeah. think warm. Yeah. I don't want to think of this. This yeah. is where I am. Hell yeah. no. <laughs> Dang. And random question, because I saw like some fighters, uh, maybe Henry, you know, might know as well, maybe you as well, Emily. The cupping. Like, uh, I haven't done is that. that. Is that what it's called? Where yeah, like cupping. you'll yeah. see like circular rings on the body. Is that what's called cupping? Yeah, cupping. Well, have you done that before? I no? have not. I'm curious. Maybe I yeah. should try. I've never it. done. Do you, do you know what that is, uh, Emily? Yeah, I think it is. I think the goal of it is to um, bring blood to this area that is more sensitive or maybe injured. And so the more blood you're bringing to that area, the more nutrients you're bringing and oxygenation you're bringing to that area. I believe that's the premise of, of that. 
of cupping therapy. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah, I was always curious about that. I was like, what is the point? I understand, like, I, for some, for whatever reason, my first assumption was like, oh, it's to, like, make that muscle loose or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, make it able that's, to withstand more. That's what I heard it does. It kind of, like, brings, uh, brings, like, blood to your tissues or something, like, opens up something around there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Flushing out the old stuff. Yeah. I think that's the premise of it. I have um, colleagues who utilize it, but I've never really dived into it myself. So, unsure about that. Interesting. One. And I, random question about this um, is how, supporting Victor, how's that for you? Awesome. Like with the law of traveling and stuff, like. Mm-hmm. Other than that, was the experience? I'm assuming great experience because I remember. Well, not remember like this happened a long time ago, but yeah. <laughs> you guys had a podcast as well talking about y'all's travel. Was this about the travels you guys did because of the fights he was going to, or was this just traveling for fun? No, Victor hasn't done a lot of travel for fighting up until um, lockdown and everything, because a lot oh. of the fights were in Dallas up to that point. So, um, what does preparation look like just on a outside um, the gym? Yeah, outside okay. the gym, like day to day basis, you crack his oh. bag. Like we're professional chiropractor over yeah. here, snap his neck. Yeah. <laughs> Around what time are you fed up? <laughs> yeah. So I have had so Victor and I started dating right before before your very last amateur fight, and um, well, and actually the very first like MMA fight I ever saw was when Victor, Kenny. And Anthony all fought for LFA. Oh, that was like a great right night. in a row, boom, boom, boom. And uh, I didn't know anything about it, so uh, so that was funny. Anyway, so um, so I kind of got to observe him from the outside a little bit. I didn't know anything about it, and then when we started dating, it was like um, I just come from a totally different angle at life, and so for me, um, it's about healing and well-being. So I'm like, why are you starving yourself? Why are you going this hard? You need this. You need this. You need this. And so it was a it was a pretty cool like evolution of um, like respect for the discipline, you know, that it takes to. Um, Victor doesn't cut like 15, 20 pounds the week of the fight. Like that shit starts weeks before. Um, uh, when I have had the privilege of seeing Victor um, have the conversation about a fight, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like Coach Juan will call him and be like, this is this is what they're offering, et cetera, et cetera. And I've gotten to witness Victor and be in the car with him um, during that conversation one time. And it's literally a switch flips. And, and I call it the fight funnel because it starts out as like, okay, what are the details? What's this? Da, 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 da. Okay, we have to start getting focused. And it becomes like the closer we get to the fight, the more and more focused he is. And the more, like, the less anything else matters. And um, the less, like, disruptions he's going to allow into his regiment. Victor really thrives in regiment and discipline. And that is more and more true the closer we get to the fight, the day of the fight, mm-hmm. or the week of the fight, you know? Um, so right now we're post fight and so life looks like a lot of sleep, a lot more sleep, <laughs> Hell yeah. you know, yeah. it looks like, um, a lot of late night meals, like, um, Victor's really good in the kitchen. And so, um, he's in there experimenting a lot right now and we just get to enjoy a lot of meals together. Um, it looks like, you know, being here with you guys, it looks like being with friends, um, yeah, we yeah. don't get to hang out. Well, Emily can. 
she yeah, she does whatever she wants to and sometimes <laughs> i'm reluctant to participate because you know the the longer i'm awake the hungry i get mm. and uh-huh. i just want to not be hungry yeah with yeah. your with your description like the words you how you describe that moment like oh we get to enjoy late night food or meals what have you like so what is the intensity of the regiment like about the eating because the dieting is important like what does that look like then uh, it looks completely different yeah. I mean, the, as soon as a fight camp starts or as soon as that fight mm-hmm. funnel starts it's like we're not late late night chowing anymore I still cook for her. Uh-huh. Just so yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. She still eats. She's also cutting weight to support. <laughs> she's like, I'll do it too. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm sober. Yeah, so there's a lot less of that. And uh, I, Victor is a rocking partner. Um, I love having him as a husband. And um, Tell and them more. Even- <laughs> Compliments me. Yeah. yeah. Compliment me. Very super attentive, super nourishing um, partner in in all the ways. And um, I just know by this point, Victor has been a professional fighter for, like I said, right after we started dating. And so this has really been like all of our relationship has been Mm. this this cycle of of fight funnel, fight, post fight, fight funnel, fight, post fight. And so um, I've just kind of. It's, it's just a normal part of our routine for his, like I said, his attention is more and more on that fight night, less and less on me. It has less mm-hmm. energy for me. And that's not like, I'm not saying that with any kind of bad vibes in my heart. Like, that's just how it is. And, um, and I've just kind of learned that I, you know, I have to, I just have to observe that and let him have his space and let him have his focus and let him have his discipline. And I, you know, it's actually, it's kind of nice. Like this last time. So Victor's fight was during the ice storm. And so they went up to Kansas, like, uh, what was that? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. Okay. In our apartment, we never lost power. We didn't lose water. Nothing terrible happened. And so I just, and I, I didn't go to work. Because everything's icy. So I just had like this staycation, you know, in the apartment, like reading my books and stuff. I love being alone with my books. And so I, you know, as much as, um, as much as he's focused on his fight and stuff, it's a cool way. Like it's okay. I'm just going to take some time for me and I got to step back and, Mm. you know, I do that. So that's how it looks for us outside the gym. Emily, like her saying she reads as well for fun. Like, dude. She's everything good that I can't do for shit, yeah. dude. Like yoga, <laughs> reading. Like I know I need to read. Like that's yeah. for sure. Because everybody talks about reading. I don't read for shit unless I have to for school. Mm. But like hearing people talk about like how they have passion for reading, I'm like, man. Maybe dude. you haven't found a book you like. Shit, dude. Yeah. I've been flipping through shit and I can't what, find one, man. <laughs> what, do you, what do you like? What's your genre? Like, do you have a genre? Recently, I I attempted. It's called a book. The book's called Flow. Finding a mind, like a yeah, a state of mind where you enjoy like what you're doing. Because at the time, I had issues like enjoying things. I got bored way too quick. Yeah. Never enjoyed it. Just moved on and stuff like that. But like mm. hearing like how you guys do your else thing and like discipline, that's really kick ass, dude. Like that shit's hard. And that's what I was gonna ask you next. Like, what helps you stay disciplined with that routine? Um. Maybe you just growth. enjoy it. Just, just grow. You can't grow if you don't stick to it. You know, you can't grow. And I feel like growing is important for for anybody as far as developing their fulfillment of life, period. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you need to grow. And people like growth. People like stepping up. People like leveling up. Who doesn't like leveling up? Right. Shit. That's a good way to say it. You right? know, who doesn't <laughs> like leveling up? <laughs> but not a lot of people like the in-between levels no, the work it takes to get there yeah no one likes yeah. the uh, staying no no one likes they like staying comfortable yeah they don't like the uncomfortable feeling yeah and so and it's easier that's what uh you talk you listen to you talking about discipline and reminds me of what jocko says he says discipline equal freedom freedom that's yeah. all it is it equals whatever's the most valuable to you yeah because you could be disciplined about anything so that's what it equals. It equals your freedom. It equals your time. It equals, at the very least, your fulfillment. Yeah. You know, mm. if you have that, do you care what time it is? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. and Because the, the, people say, like, they always look for that motivation. Motivation is that short-term, like, short fuel, fuel, that long fuel that is discipline. It's that's what's going to get you going, and that's something that... I feel like me personally and others can agree. That's something that I feel like I kind of like, um, kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of hard time to master. Yeah. You well, know? you gotta, you know, practice it. Yeah. Like I said, everything you are good at, it's cause you practice it and practice you. Sometimes you fail. Sometimes you do it wrong. You know, maybe you do two days of something and then you crack and then you do a week next time and then the month it's uh, staying failing, consistent you know? you know staying consistent at the very least in yeah. trying yeah mm. you know it, i real quick i just want to say something and just this quote that i heard you guys probably know who eric thomas is the dude that's always yelling like eric thomas i don't know he's like a no. motivation speaker he says that um uh he says that Practice doesn't make, uh, what's that saying? Practice doesn't make perfect? Or perfect something? practice makes perfect. Or something that he's like, practice doesn't make perfect, practice make permanent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Practicing interesting. makes permanent, yeah. that's what he says. So I think it's interesting saying. It's an interesting yeah. quote, you know. It is. Well, I was going to ask you guys, both of y'all actually, was Victor, with specifically with fighting and like training for, and of course you deserve what you've done, right? You des you've put the work in. What did you dislike about the process? I don't know. There's something that I dislike about the process. I think that's why I love it so much is because although there are things I don't like about the process, like cutting weight, mm -hmm. you know, like dieting, like depriving myself of enjoying late night dinners with my wife. It's um, it's needed, you mm -hmm. know, it's needed because you need you need to constantly put yourself in a place where you ask if you can go through hardship, you know, being too comfortable. Interesting. So even though it's not desirable, even though I don't particularly look forward to a weight cut, I also let it just come, you know, just, all right, well, we're doing it. It is what it is it kind is of vibe, right? Interesting. Yeah, and we're and you, Emily, what about you on this process of having Victor fight? Was something you guys dislike about the process? Or Tell them about that time we went to uh, that see the lights with Manny and April and and Fam and Fam. Uh, okay, so this is why we usually don't just hang out with people <laughs> the closer we get to fight night because Victor just gets hangry, like constant state of hangry. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, we went to one of those like drive-through Christmas light things. Okay. And um, right, okay, so you drive through for a little bit. They have this place where you can get out buy buy stuff, buy hot chocolate. Um, and they had hot. You know, chocolate. Yeah, yeah, they had hot chocolate. Well, they had all kinds of good things, but they, they had, had hot fun. chocolate. They had popcorn. And Victor decided corn, that's what hot he dogs, wasn't gonna go without. Corn dogs. Hot chocolate. Oh, so you got some hot chocolate? No, I didn't get shit. I got hot chocolate. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> shit, bro. That's all I got. Yeah. yeah. That's it. But Victor was pretty grumpy. And Victor I, does. It's all right. That's, I, that's what happens. That's something shit. I want to really point out for everyone that listens to this, because I feel like I go through this sometimes. You know, I've... you. I like how you're so supportive. You understand, like, the different stages of Victor, of, like, fight. You know what I'm saying? For me... What you guys call the funnel, I call it the dark place. You know what I'm saying? That tone of vision. Because I've been there multiple times when leading up to a competition or uh, when I'm dieting for something I gotta do, you know? It just, you get in that state, you get in that state of mind of, of like, hey, leave me the fuck alone. I'm focused on this. You know what I'm saying? And I I really understand that you you know to give them, you know to, when to give him his space. Because he's in that state of mind. And I respect that because I feel like there's a lot of, let's say, partners out there that are very kind of like um, they're not understanding. They're kind of needy. They're kind of like, oh, why aren't you talking to me? Turn it's like I'm cutting weight. Like, you know, <laughs> they, they don't understand, you know, and I go with your curly fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go get away from me with a hot dog or something, you know, but like I respect I respect that. And I really like that that you understand it. I guess it's a, it's being married and you know understanding each other in that level but i think that's really cool to be honest i'm grateful she's really wonderful yeah i uh i just hope i try as hard as she does that's what i hope i hope the same thing <laughs> yeah i just think i don't feel like it is I, it would be incredibly selfish of me i'll say it that way if i wanted victor's best for myself but not victor's best for himself mm. and that's not a way that i want to operate a marriage, really right. any relationship no, that right. I have, but definitely not my marriage. Yeah, you know, you know it's crazy too. Just I was over here just staring at you guys, and yeah, I was just staring at yeah, you, just, especially Victor. No, I was like, yeah. no, I'm just observing you guys, and I could tell just by observing you guys that you guys are so, you guys are so different but so similar. Because if you, <laughs> no, it's crazy. No, because, because in the way. You, you you said you do yoga, you do, you know, you're, you're a healer, and right? And you over here, you're a fighter. But in the same way, what you do, you're healing yourself. And so, you know what I'm saying? You're you're healing yourself by, like, testing yourself, your, 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 your spirit, your physical self, your emotional, your mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Damn, I would have bet money that you were high right now, bro. Like, I would have thrown <laughs> no. 20 and say, nah, Henry might be high. No, I'm yeah, always just, just yeah. the way I am. I'm a deep thinker. I like to yeah. think. So Quite like profound. Yeah. So yeah, if you see him, like, staring at the ground, it's because he's thinking. Yeah, I'm always Not just... going to lie. Like, he'll be in train of thought something totally random, but he yeah. fucking thinks. You guys, you guys yeah. are so, like, <clears throat> like, it's fucking crazy. You guys are so different but similar in some ways, mm -hmm. you know. You guys are, like. That's why you guys, it's just, yeah, work to well with one another because you guys understand one another. Even though y'all's profession is different, it's quite the same. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Thank I you. like, Thank you. Yeah. I like the duality that we bring to each other's life. Hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. I, uh, 
Emily and I are really good at uh, asking each other questions that go oppose our own beliefs Mm. in a way that that is just it's just intriguing you know i don't we don't mean anything by it there's no judgment it's like well you know just what about this Mm. you know and emily and i are really good at asking each other these questions and really thinking too and i think that emily has helped me understand many different perspectives of life because my life is just action has to be made right and i'm learning that sometimes you, you you don't need to you don't have to you can just let it be and move on like it's kind of like that uh like why we say it is what it is kind of flow just flowing kind of yeah yeah well i'm gonna move on all these serious fucking questions tell me guys what do you guys enjoy doing together like what do you guys like to do on your spare time eating eating great (laughs) i enjoy cooking i like cooking yeah emily was saying earlier you're you're good in the kitchen yeah how long have you or like is that something you actually try to learn like youtube videos fucking books i just like i like uh i just like doing it i just like cooking you know is that mexican in you bro yeah Yeah. Yeah. asking everybody if they eaten he's like ya comiste ya comiste ya comiste my calls my, gra- my mom. Yeah, yeah, my grandma right there. <laughs> They'll call you. Yeah. Yeah. They'll call you to and ask. ask. It, and it won't even be lunchtime. Yeah. It would be like 3 p.m. Yeah. You know, it's like, you eat already? Make yeah. sure you eat. Make <laughs> sure they you call eat. you just for that? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Do that. Wait, and since you're mentioning your family, what, how, what does your family think about your uh, your job? Um, Not much. Mm. Not much. My mom doesn't like it. My mom hates it. Really? Does she watch your fights? No, she doesn't. She don't want to. Mm. You know, my sister's cool. Mm. My sister's cool about it. She's gone to my fights. And uh, my sister and I are close. We are so close that she knows it's important to me. But she knows that at the same time, it's cool. Like... Yeah, like you're. I'm not gonna kiss your ass or anything, cause <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know I've seen you eat your boogers. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's it's just fun. I love I love that relationship with my sister. It's great, yeah. but yeah, that's it. That's what. I think the random question here. Do you recall the the hardest hit you've ever taken, and how does it feel? Like, what goes through your head when that happens? Oh. The reason I ask is because when I see all these fights, I'm like, damn, that was me. Fucking hands yeah. curled, yeah. toes Man. curled, stiff as a board. Yeah. Like, what goes through your head when you get hit hard? Like, fuck this shit, I'm damn, still going? It just, uh, it feels good. What? It what? feels good because... She's like, what? This is how he got that bell. No, no, for sure. He fucking deserved what he does, like, for sure. But, like, I was curious, like, what goes through y'all's head when y'all get hit hard? This is what goes through my head. You, have you ever done something perfectly and just went pow? Like, it just happened. Like, maybe you flipped a cup and boom, it just landed. Or maybe you're playing beer pong and it didn't even touch the rim. It just went poof. Yeah. I wish I can compare snap. it to what great like things that. you do. I'm over here throwing like, a beer pong to a cup and but, you're I mean, kicking ass cool, over here. <laughs> but it feels good, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Doing that feels amazing. Imagine being the being the participant of the work of art that it took 
Okay. You just got hit. That was a great shot. So that goes you, right through you your head. You get like a rush. Head. You get kind of yeah. like a rush. I, I say. Yeah, because it takes that. skill. Yeah. It yeah, takes it skill does. to land a good shot. And if I'm the recipient of it, damn, I just received a good amount of years of your training. Yeah. I just received a portion of your passion. You train so hard to be where you are. You fucking, boom, damn. land this on me. That took years. Yeah, you got the, the little know? taste. I got oh, that. Man. I got the taste of what years of preparation feels like. Boom. Even though I'm the receiving. And that's what I think about. Damn, yeah. dude. You think of things so much better. I, if it was me, I'd be like, damn, this motherfucker hit hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just keeping sure. Like, damn, this motherfucker hit me yeah. hard. Yeah. Shit. I better do something. Yeah, I better do really, something out here. Yeah, if it was me, hurt. Yeah, if it was me, I'd be like, that motherfucker, I'm going to get him right now. He <laughs> started swinging. Damn, and that's, a really, that's a different way of thinking. Man. I was yeah. like, ouch. I gotta go yeah. home. Well, it's because. <laughs> well, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow, man. No, Talk yeah. to you later. Well, it's because I think you have a. Like, you're, the way of thinking is because. Um, I feel like. And I feel like about this, about you. I don't mean to get, like, serious again, but, like, you yeah, guys man. are both, like, artists. You guys have a different way of expressing yourself, right? And just the way how you talked and. Or you do cello and the way your profession, too, is just. You know? The it's, way, yeah, you guys are both artists in, in different ways, you know. It's easy to get inspired around her, it's pretty oh. cool. I just, yeah, I just look at her sleeping with her mouth open. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just yeah. thought of a good joke, yeah. <laughs> yeah. some good inspiration. Damn, man, I feel so inspired by these two. I'm about yeah. to text my girlfriend like, yo, yeah. I need to compliment you better or some shit. Like, you guys do a lot better. <laughs> do you have any questions? Or do you start asking me questions? <laughs> well, I'm concerned that you haven't found your genre of literature. I don't know what it is. So, like... What's your genre of cinema? I really... Mm, oh, where is my genre of cinema? He Recently, I've been getting a lot... anime. Yeah. Oh, dude, anime. Fucking love that you shit. You like manga? No, I don't read manga. Why not? I don't know. Recently, I've been... Okay, so one thing I do enjoy reading is like articles about trading in the stock market. I trade yeah. in the stock market. Oh. I like learning about that it's stuff because... It know, is useful. In my head, is like I click my keyboard, I click my mouse, I make money, right? So it's like, oh, let me put the time and effort to learn how to make money just from my computer as a side job, like a side mm -hmm. income, right? I do enjoy that because I'm learning more of a skill, like how to trade better in the market, how to make money, right? That's what I typically read only at the moment. I don't read anything for fun at the moment. I just watch, like you. Have you watched guys watch you? The on show Netflix? You on Netflix? No. no. That shit's fucking it. good. Yeah. I didn't watch it when the whole friend group watched it. I came late about this, but like that show is like mystery thriller type shit. That shit was good. But other than that, my favorite genre right now is just like learning about trading, like learning how to invest trade. money. That's literally like I love That's reading good. about that stuff. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, but I haven't found anything that I'm like, oh, I'll read this for fun. I wish I did. But you do read though. Yeah, So I do. it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's yeah. fun for you. It sounds like it's fun yeah. for you. Yeah. It is. He enjoys it. Like, honestly, because of him, all my friends do trading stuff for me. Yeah. Well, I'm not that. Wait, wait, wait. Back you. it up. Yeah, I'm not that guy that goes like learn how to trade. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't fucking. Like, it. He doesn't yeah. push it onto people, but he just. Yeah. I guess 
It's a, first of all, it's illegal people for me. People ask you. Yeah, I can't do like, that. Hey, I got a you question. You can't counsel. You no, have to have I, like a I have a, I have my license. I have my series seven and sixty three, but I can legally not give advice. So when I tell people things, I'm like, hey, this is not advice. Or this what is not if you gave advice. advice as a psychic? What if you opened up? <laughs> I go to jail. What, what if you? Or I lose you, my license. Or get you, fined uh, a lot of money. What if you get a little little parlor, <laughs> and uh, and you read palms? Yeah. But you you both know why they're there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm a psychic. And yeah. You're like, oh yeah, that's a good decision. I see, I see lots of fortune in this <laughs> of fortune. it does sound you interesting know? like and now in that, that way up. in a way you have nothing to do with it legally because Man. you know it's funny like you say that because like so the regulations like the sec they keep their their the rules so vague so they can get you into that like bracket like oh you kind of did this so we're gonna find you for this and stuff like that so that's why i have to be careful what i say mm. But there are licenses where you can give advice out, and that's something I'm looking into. But I don't know yet. Still something to explore. Yeah, I, yeah, this is very interesting. Like he loves reading stuff like about that. But I like, like the type of books I like reading is more like philosophy. I like reading about, uh, I just, like one of my favorite books I ever read was about David Goggins, his life. Like I like reading like inspirational books, like any book that makes me think of like outside the box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So You watch anime, Victor? I no, not much, <laughs> but I have. Sad. I have before. I've watched Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, shit. That was pretty classic. cool. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. You yeah. know, but I watched it because my roommate loves anime. Well she did. Our former roommate loves anime. So we would watch it sometimes and I liked watching new things, so why not? It was cool. I enjoyed it. But no, we don't I don't I don't watch anime. So what do you do like? So cooking and the cello. Didn't know that. You play the cello right now? I do. I practice the cello. Oh yeah. I like to say that. So so cooking and cello. Anything else? I um I read more now than I have. I picked it up again. That's and good. I used to have a really cool aquarium. But now it's a Micah's. Oh, I remember you posted a lot. Yeah. You used to post a lot. It's a Micah's right now. He's taking good care of it. That's good. But I do miss it. That's all I do. That's yeah. it. That's it. I Cram just play the cello. Cool fuck. Yeah, I went on this phase where I was just watching nothing but Animal Planet, <laughs> like <laughs> Planet, like uh, Planet Earth stuff. That's cool shit. It is pretty cool. Like I was watching this. Um, I don't want to bore anyone, but like I was watching this. Tell me. I was watching this one clip where uh, these uh, family of ducks were like going across this like crazy river. Like their chance of survival was like fucking yeah. like, twenty. <laughs> and Damn. so they got wings though. So that's I guess like, the baby ducks don't. Yeah, yeah. So they're little babies. So they they go walk through it, and three out of like um, one out of three birds like died. Like one of the birds, oh. and they're. Uh, it was interesting. It was interesting that it died, but it was interesting how. <laughs> I gotta make that clear. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting how they're Quack. saying like how they couldn't go back for the baby. It's like survival is the fittest. You know, uh -huh. it's. Just, they saw it as like the baby's weak or some shit. Yeah. Damn. Weak. Yeah, weak. Can't That's swim. Can't <laughs> swim for shit. You, you've ducked up. Yeah, you ducked, <laughs> you ducked up. up. And what about you, Emily? So I know you said reading books and what else? Oh, what do I don't know. What do I do? Right now. Uh, you write. You journal. Yeah, I do. I like to write a lot too. 
um that's good i, I journal a lot too yeah yeah that's good yeah it's fun it's a good way to, for me to like measure my mental health too like i know i'm falling off if i haven't if i'm journaling like weekly instead of daily you know? do you get like kind of like mm. depressed if you don't um, or i get clogged that's yeah, what clogged it feels up. like more so like i just get littered in my head you know um Beside, I just really like to spend time outside. And right now, I know it's like it's the lamest excuse ever, but right now I'm working a lot, and so I don't really get to do a lot of the like just normal things that I like doing. No, yeah. What do you do right now? What do you mean? Like, are you like I know you said you were a chiropractor. Are you working? Yeah. Oh, so I work for somebody else full time, and then I see my own private clients a few days a week. So, so yeah, I'm just working all the time, yeah. and then, then I'm teaching yoga a couple of times a week. So um, I like to spend time outside. Like, if I have a day off, then I would like to find a hike or something. Or I just like we have um, we live in an apartment, a tiny little apartment, but then right across the street is like this big plot that's not developed. It's like for sale. It's mm. for sale. It has it's been like a for few years. acres. Yeah. And so I'll just go kind of traipse around over there. Oh, it's our unofficial backyard. Yeah. I'd say it's an easy it, way to put it. Yeah. If you if you like hiking, there's a YouTuber, the greatest hiking YouTuber I've ever seen in my life. I need to. His name is Craig Adams, was a K. And he's phenomenal. Like his, his cinematography is like really good. Really good. You enjoy it. Just cool. I could tell you guys would really enjoy it. Yeah, I do. Right. I do like traveling. What's travel more? What's your next travel spot? Oh gosh, there might be a lot. Paladero Canyon. We're gonna go there. I would really like to go camping before the baby comes in New Mexico. Um, we have. I have a really good friend who lives in Colorado, so I'm hoping we can meet up with them, and uh, in like northern New Mexico. We really want to get to Mexico, like Mexico, Mexico. By the real end of Mexico. the year, that'd be great. Yeah, real, real Mexico. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't been to Arizona yet. I really want to go to Arizona. Everything I hear about that, it seems really pretty. It seems, mm. It's good. I liked it where I'm going. I was thinking about yeah. taking the trip to... I, I tried to... Last year, I took a solo trip to Seattle. And I'm trying to like, do solo trips by myself. I was thinking about going to Arizona this year. Yeah. It's good. Like you go to Flagstaff. Flagstaff? Flagstaff. Is that like a city or what? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's really cool. It's a small city, and it's really nice. The weather's real good, and the Grand Canyon's within a drive. Yeah, that's what mm. I want to check out and just ju- jump off. Yeah, base jump. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Would you, would you base jump? <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. What if you would? What if you were trained? If I was trained, yeah. Okay. Is that the is that the one with the um, the wingsuit? The wingsuit. That? One? No, that's a wingsuit. You just basically yeah. jump off, and you're just you have a parachute. You're basically just jumping off a cliff, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Would you base nah. jump? Shit. Mm. Pay me money, I'll do it. Building. Yeah. Fuck. If I was trained if properly I was paid, I'll do it. in like the suit and everything works just fine, then yeah. But I, no suit, just the shoot. Okay, yeah. Would you base jump with just the shoot? Yeah. How are you talking about, about this, Victor? I seem, yeah, have you done sure. it before? No. But oh, okay. But you I want, want to, to, right? Yeah. Damn. We've been skydiving. Yeah, we were skydiving after a wedding. How was that? It was real cool. What's your experience? With skydiving? Yeah. Did you pass out? 
<laughs> just, just falling. I was one of those. <laughs> you just flapping around. Okay, you know how like you have a favorite song or maybe you like a whole favorite artist and you jam to them all the time mm-hmm. and um your heart feels really good and then you go to their concert and it like blows your whole world up and it's so much better than you even you imagined. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so skydiving is like like looking it's that experience but like looking at the sky. Like breathtaking, I guess. It's Oof. like just it's just mind blowing. Yeah. It's just completely different. Like we stand on the ground, we look at the sky and it's one way. Or you know, if you've flown in an airplane, like you look out the window and it's really cool. But then when you jump out the window and it's just like you're in the landscape that you're looking at, like you're in the atmosphere that you're looking at and observing and admiring and then you're inside of it it's like so much more clear the colors are more rich the sun is that much closer like it's it's fuck man yeah mother nature it's just like my unluckiness bro my unluckiness the fuckable time i was like yo we're fucked my shit's not opening sorry dude you have (laughs) you have uh you have your parachute a backup cord in case your parachute doesn't deploy. Yeah, I'm that then unlucky. Then your backup parachute, then your backup cord for your backup parachute. I'm that yeah. unlucky, though. You have a whole person strapped to you that knows knows what to do if you don't. Yeah. yeah. You know? Pray. And be like, no, my luck, no, my luck, all that shit doesn't work, and he's passed out. He's like, all right. <laughs> so I'm like, fucked, fucked. I'm just falling. No, it does seem very cool experience. Like, when I see videos of them doing it, it looks very fucking cool, but I don't know. Like, ah, fuck you it. Do okay, it. We got Fuck it, Henry, let's go do it. We could do an episode of the podcast as we go up there. Yeah. Shit. We get a super fucking good mic. Hello? It's good. It's, you should do it. Yeah. It's fun. Would you do it, Henry? Yeah, I would do it. I actually How much is it. it, if you guys don't mind me asking? Oh, man, if you don't want to do it, you're not going to do it. <laughs> no, 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 no. How much is it? How much is it to jump out of a fucking plane? How much is it? Like 200. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not that that's bad. Not that bad. I, about to say, I, I don't know to... why, but you gave me the reaction like, yo, this dude's about to tell me 2K. I'm like, yeah. damn, to get thrown off a plane? I was about to say, I will just hop on Spear and just open the fucking door. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just jump on the goddamn door. Hey, Spear ain't that bad, bro. I hate Spirit. It was a three-hour flight, seat, kid. Man. We yeah. took a Spirit flight to California. It was only three hours, and he... I felt like I was sitting on fucking like it was the seats were ass like I'm pretty sure like hours, like man. like a like a subway seat yeah it was just terrible like I'm pretty sure the school bus seats are more <laughs> they're more comfortable than that shit I would be in that cage and then sitting he's like hey, much like my, ass, my ass was hurting I have no ass but. Like, it was you go to bad. San Francisco too? <laughs> no, we didn't go. No. no, 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 we went to Santa Monica, but like with the whole situation, it was just funny because everybody complained about the three hours. Yeah. So I don't know. You gotta do what you gotta do when it's a cheap flight. Yep. Yeah, you got there. You got there all right. <laughs> What's right? wrong, Victor? <laughs> you tell them. No, you said it. Oh, it's like an inside <laughs> joke or something. No. <laughs> It was an inside joke for sure. Yeah. No. Oh. Oh dear. (laughs) When you said you you the flight the chairs were garbage and your ass was hurting and I asked you if you went to San Francisco too. Because San Francisco is known for their LGBT community. Right. (laughs) <laughs> That's why I looked at you. I was like, "What do you mean? I went to San Francisco. I was so confused." I was like, "No, he went to Santa Monica." <laughs> Is there anywhere you guys like outside of the country? Anywhere you guys are trying to go? 
everywhere. 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 Every everywhere. Fucking everywhere. Where. Shit. I fucking have been grounded for so long. I hate it. Hey, so but after- we're going to stay away from the cold. As much as we can. Okay, but we got to see the Northern Lights. We do have though, to okay? see the Northern Lights. Yeah. Shit. Dang, that's Northern Lights is something I would love to see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hi, looking at the Northern Lights. That's a good life, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm me and Henry are trying to go to Japan, man. Why that's Japan? our dream. That's I don't our know dream. what it is. I just told Henry that nerd you, shit, but yeah. dude, Japan just looks dope as fuck. I've dude. heard they don't look like they're anime. I would assume not, yeah. but it's close. I've seen pictures. It's close, but no, it's just like how I don't know, man. Tell me about Japan. I'm just like, man, I, like, dad, like, get there. And also, like, the uh, YouTuber I told you, Craig Adams, he, like, he does travel vlogs as well, and he went to Japan. It just you see shit like that, and it's pretty cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've I told God, I was like, look, if you're gonna kill me, like, let me go to Japan for example. <laughs> what do you? Why do you like That's Japan? Why do you? Want I just, to go I've to always Japan? enjoyed like. Uh, ever since I was a kid, I always enjoyed like Asian like culture and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like I swear to God, if I was not Salvadoran in a different world, I'd be a Jap. So, <laughs> a <wife>. Japanese. <laughs> you don't say Jap. Jap. Oh, sorry, guys. You don't say Jap. Oh, Jap Japanese. You Jesus can also Christ. say you can also say Japanese or so the so what about samurai? Do you like samurai? Yeah, I would like I was just reading a book about samurai. I forgot what, the book of the Five Rings or some shit like that. I've heard about it, but I've never read yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. The would samurai. You, um, would you like a uh, katana? That looks pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie. That it's katana like shit. And a half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like so, how good of friends are you two? I say we're pretty fucking good friends. good friends. Would you ask each other to perform seppuku? Oh, that's where you, that's where you like stab yourself, and then your homie chops your head off. Oh hell no! No, I think Sebastian's is pretty cool, but fuck that dude. Well, but oh, no. but I mean, would you do it if if he asked? Oh, you if to he do it? if Henry asked me like, hey, I want to yeah. kill myself. I'm a kid. I need Muku. you to cut my head off when I'm done. Damn, I would think you? I'll do it. I have to be like super old to do that. Like, I think I'll do it. Live my life. It depends when how you time, come up. Right? Yeah, it depends how you come to me about it. Like if you were like, if I knew you were serious, serious, I'm like first I'll ask you now. You're fucking kidding with me, bro. But like, if you actually wanted to do that, bro, I'll do it for you. I'll chop your fucking dumb off. Dang. That's how good that's of a friend so I am. Nice. Would you do it? That's that's friend? how that's how good of a friend I, I am was to like, you, bitch. If I was like dying in the inside, like I had some like disease or some shit, yeah. and I like had no chance of living, then I'm like, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? You're my homie. Why not enjoy it while you can? <laughs> you know that sword we got in Japan? Yeah. 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 Now, nah, but like, I don't know something about Japan. Like they're like, it's just seeing how like or from what I've seen about the country, like they're. How they interact with one another, they believe in a in a so like hmm, trying to figure out the word. They worry about the many, right? They're more yeah. of a community type people. Like the United yeah. States and Texas or like any like us specifically, we're worried about our individuals, right? The people myself, the people I know that I love, I want to take care of. Over there, it's so crazy that, for example, their streets fucking clean, but there's not a single fucking bin of trash to throw shit in. They literally carry their fucking trash until they get to their house or their friends and they throw it away. Dang. It's fucking clean. This whole mask situation, how they do the mask, they were always like their social stuff was they always wore masks even when COVID wasn't a thing. When you were sick, you would wear a mask. And it's just like they believed in the wellness of the, out of the men, yeah, right. Out of the respect of others as well yeah. to wear the mask too. They're very respectful people. Yeah, very respectful it's really people. it's rude if you talk on the train. 
Remember we went to fucking California and everybody was talking, everybody was fucking loud. In yeah. Japan, it's rude to be on the phone or be loud on the train. So when we go there, we can't be our dipshit selves, bro. Some fucking Yakuza fucker's gonna kill us or some shit yeah, for being disturbed be on the chain. I heard you can't have tattoos in Japan. You hear about that? It's looked down upon. It's looked down uh, upon. I, like I don't know how. Because they. Because <laughs> it's part of like. They think. It's looked down upon because Yakuza people have tattoos. Is what I've heard. It's who? Yakuza. It's a gang. Yakuza. It's like gang. Yakuza. Yakuza. It's like. It's like. You know, it's basically a cartel, right? A cartel, yeah. They're mafia, like the Crips, like the Crips, <laughs> the, yeah, crib. <laughs> the Crips in the blue, but, but with katanas. Those are the only ones I know. Yeah. With katanas, right. yeah, and uh, but with hey, katanas. I, I want to ask you guys a question crazy. before I forget the, the goddamn right, question. All right, all right. In, <laughs> in a different world, in a different timeline, in a different alter universe. Damn. What do you guys think you guys will be doing if you guys weren't a much, uh, mixed martial artist or a Yoga instructor and chiropractor. I'll be doing. I'll probably be traveling all the time. Yeah. I'll probably just work at a at a restaurant, save enough money to go to the next place and work at their restaurant, mm. and then go to the next place throughout the world. I would want to do that. So some no nomad shit like yeah. just yeah, yeah no man. Damn, just watching. Sounds I, cool. I would like to do. That's the goal for this lifetime. <laughs> oh yeah, that's get true. that yeah. paper, travel yeah. the fucking world. Yeah, I mean. It definitely traveling. I feel like it, not only is it fun, but I feel like learning other cultures is important, right? I and also creating cool. memories, right? Because all you're taking to the fucking grave is your fucking memories, right? Like, yeah. You don't want to regret anything. That's like a fear of mine is like regretting not doing something. I mean, think about how far we can go. The yeah. the the fact that we can get there. That alone is amazing to me. Shit, Victor. I was just talking to you, bro. I'm about to fucking skydive tomorrow some yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, he said I got to do it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm literally going to fucking... I think I'm going tomorrow. to... Okay, so your trip to yeah. Japan. It's possible, right? 100%. Yeah. I believe it. So what if, what if it was like the 1700s and you're like... I kind of want to go to Japan. <laughs> Shit, I'm like, how the fuck are we getting there? <laughs> you know? So that that alone is really cool. But the the cool thing is that you can get there really fast. And next thing you know, you're in a different time zone. They do things differently. I mean, the world is so vast that cultures such as the Japanese culture are the way they are. Mm -hmm. Because they have no contact with other people that are near us. You know? So it's really cool. It's really amazing how how big the world is and all the people in it and the different cultures and stuff like that you yeah. know the different languages how they live life different yeah. like specifically like how they literally live life a different way from ours mm -hmm. yeah you know? and uh and emily told me this about haiti is that we give the, the definition of being whatever you know we give the definition of this place being a bad place we give it the definition of this place being a good place, you know, and and when these people they don't know they're just living their life and they're still happy, you know. So Emily taught me that about traveling. That was pretty cool. Wow, dude, this is relationship goals right here, dude. Yeah, I feel like a piece of shit now. <laughs> like the, the, the reason why Henry's asking all these questions about how you support him so much—that's what he wants. That's you what I want that? too. What do you? What is, what is it that you're in pursuit <laughs> oh of, Henry? What are you in pursuit of personally? 
so that you can know what kind of partner you would need if you want one. <laughs> like, what are you doing for you? Say it. Uh, you get so nervous. Knees weak, arms are heavy. <laughs> Spaghetti. So wait, repeat that question again. What What are you in pursuit of? For you, not not for a partner like you. For Henry, what's your like mission of greatness? What's your yeah? What's, what's your, your like, like my life goals? Yeah, or or something that you want to devote a lot of your time to. I guess um um I guess like you say, you know, um, kind of like uh, I'm trying to see how how I can answer this. You you asked him a good ass question because now yeah. he, like he's really about a fucking thing. Right? Yeah. yeah. It, my what pursuit? Is it for you? Me. Yeah, what is your pursuit? My pursuit. I feel like how I was raised is I of course have a family, but like as a kid I didn't really have that much or like seeing hardship. So like my motivation is like have a family where if my children need anything we're not we're not restricted by money, right? At the same time we're not gonna spoil a child because I don't know. Spoiling a child is just like something I wasn't raised with, so I wouldn't do that. But overall, my goal, something I want to pursue, is just it's bad for me to say, but I'm obsessed with money at the moment. Like, I'm money hungry. I just want to make money right now because I didn't have it as a kid, or like mm. we were restricted as a family, like with money, right? So, I really I'm, I'm obsessed with money. That's why I took when I learned how to trade, when I first got introduced on trading, I took it very fucking seriously. So, my pursue is very broad but i'm trying to hone in on like what is it what's the end goal for me at the moment it's just like have a family have a nice house i'm not saying about like a man trying to i'm not trying to be yeah. fucking rich but where i live life where i'm not worried about bills like oh hey these bills are coming up it doesn't matter right you pay them we're good right that's the type of like we're not really stressed out because after working for like an investment firm the people with less money are a lot more mean than the people with the most money. And that's because I believe is because they just, they, the people with the money don't have stress, right? I mean, I'm sure they have different stress. Everybody does, right? But specifically with funds, it's just a whole different world. Like when I talk to people with less and people with more, it's like how they treat me is like the people with more money treat me so much better. And I always took it as like, oh, the reason is, is because they don't have to worry about paying bills. That shit just comes out of their account easy, right? Mm -hmm. So that's like a goal of mine is like super vague. Is just have a nice life. Don't worry about money. I'm not saying about rich either, but... Just don't worry about money. Yeah, like you're not really restricted and I can travel, right? With my family, with the wife or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really my goal is, is like never be restricted by funds, essentially. Which is really bad because that's literally the only thing in my head right now. That's a good but goal as I to grow, have, though. Good. Yeah. That's something that if if you get good at because you practice, your life turns out pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're having, and also like this podcast, right? Like I take this shit very seriously with Henry. Like just keeping the grind, keeping new ideas going. Is um, when he came with the idea of the podcast, like I was just like in a very re routinic life. It's the same shit: work, sleep, work, sleep. That's it. That's it. I really didn't have a hobby, so I don't know. Yeah, you're gonna train jujitsu too. I don't know you about should, that. You should do striking instead. <laughs> I did go to a Muay Thai class once yeah. with some homies. Punch things, huh? It's way cooler. I did. 
It is cooler. I ain't gonna lie, but I do. I, 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 <laughs> I do enjoy watching jujitsu as well. Like tomorrow, UFC, bro. Oh yeah. Woo! yeah people triple people like triple that. titles, but I don't know. That's, I did Muay Thai class once, and this fucker, I was like, damn, bro. Like, does he want us to go in the ring already? Because he showed us like the Muay Thai grappling. Like we literally practiced on each other. I was like, holy fuck! Like leg kicks. I'm like, damn, already. But it was like a free class. Yeah. I think he taught us the cool shit. So we sang up first, but yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That shit gets you tiring. I didn't like him telling us to punch a bag for like two, three minutes straight. I'm like, fuck. Like, this man. sucks, but it's pretty sure. fun. <laughs> yeah. You should do it then. You should come. Henry, Dude, Victor's over here gonna go make do, me a USC fighter. Go do striking <laughs> and then watch, watch uh, while you watch Henry roll around in his pajamas when you're punching a bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's do you have an answer yet? Have oh you yeah, I do. Actually, um, I don't. Uh, so it's just like I said. I'm always. Uh, I'm a deep thinker, and it's for a reason. I'm always thinking like, why? I'm always questioning everything that has happened in my life, and I think um, my pursuit, my my goal, I guess my end, like end goal, of my life is just to um, look back in my life and say I was able to help at least one person in my life. You know. And uh, that's that's all I want, really. And it's uh, if it's by me testing myself, learning a lot by myself, and teach others, like you say, then so be it, you know. And but that's why I'm always that's why that's why I really like what you, the way you think and the way y'all think, because I'm also like a deep thinker. I'm always every single day. I'm just questioning like everything, you know Dang. what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's a good thing. It's a bad thing because. Your mind is like, like I always said, it could be your greatest friend or your greatest foe, you know? And then I just, I'm always testing. I'm always like questioning, like, what the fuck, you know? It's it's it's, it's an interesting concept. And that's why, I, I don't know if I told you, I want to major. I'm, my end goal is to be a therapist. I'm going to become a therapist. Yeah. So that's, I'm studying psychology and I have a lot of goals that you I don't tell other people. You want to be a psychiatrist? People. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So. There's a book I'm reading called um, The Body Keeps the Score. Mm. You should read it. Uh, the body keeps the score. The body keeps the score. The score. You should definitely read it, especially if you're gonna go in that field. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure that if you don't read it, they'll ask you to read it. Yeah. See, yeah, that's a, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check it out. No, I just I find it like very interesting, you know, like just how like I don't know, like how we are as like human beings with like things and stuff like that, you know, how we are with trauma and different things right and how other things changes us for the good or for the worse yeah and that's just i like going deep about that concept you know you're gonna love that book yeah that's what it's about oh shit damn <laughs> i basically just read the uh, the summary of it yeah you pretty much yeah <laughs> the body keeps damn. the score so yeah. how how attached are you to your to your latin roots where are your are your parents from here? Are you first generation, second generation? I'm first generation. Yeah. First generation. My dad came over here when he was sixteen. Yeah. So what's uh how attached are you? Where you know where they're from? Have you been yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, I've been there twice, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm Salvadoran, so my dad's full Salvadoran and my biological mom's full Salvadoran. Yeah. And I I've been to El Salvador twice. What's it like? What's it like? Tell us. <laughs> well, I mean it's just it's just <laughs> like any any other like third country. You know, very poor, but like it, there's like it's like every country is poor one side, and there's that good side. You know. Yeah. So it's a be- very beautiful place. What? Yeah. What? From when you go there, most you have family there. 
Yeah, I have uncles and stuff. Is your family in the rich side or the poor side or in the middle? They're out more in the countryside. They the have countryside. their own. Side. Yeah. They have their own thing. Yeah, their own thing. And then the rest, basically, the more ju- everyone lives here, but like only like two uncles live over there and stuff like that. So. Dang. Yeah. It's so. good that you have your family here. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, what are some Salvadorian traditions? Uh, traditions. I yeah. mean, for like, I would say for like, how can I say like food? How about like yeah. food? Like, have you had like pupusas and stuff? I have pupusas, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pupusas, yeah. Like platano fritos. So you guys are, yes. you guys also like to the plantains. Yeah. So you oh, guys, I love it. Oh, you guys you like the plantains. Yeah, because they're by yeah. the Caribbean. They still have a Caribbean kind of sea. Yeah. So they they oh, probably you do, do plantains. You do mofongos. Yeah. Fungos. I think I've tried those before. No. I usually like Salvadoran food. Like I eat like um tamales de elote, like of like potatoes and stuff like that. And uh, what do you like about being from Salvador, being as Salvadorian, or, or your culture? Or well, I just uh I like how like I'm just different. Yeah. That's something I've ever since I was a little kid. I've always liked being different. So from everyone being like. Either like white or Mexican or whatever. I like being like the only like Salvadoran kid. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I've always like being unique. I am unique in some ways, like others. But do, that's do, cool that you embrace that because so many people are. Is when the younger you are, the more haunted you are by how different you are. You know, yeah. even though we all are a little, we got our own signature. You know. Yeah. Well, in 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 part of your life, you have to like just embrace being different. Why yeah. not? Why be? It's like Arnold says, like the worst thing you could be is like everyone else. You you hate else. that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. just be yourself, you know what I'm saying? So it's pretty cool. So do you do you do you speak Spanish? Yeah, speak Spanish. Have you never heard me speak Spanish? I've never heard you speak Spanish. I'm always uh, with Jorge. I'm always speaking Jorge. Spanish. I should. That's why. That's why we coach should talk Spanish. Yeah, cause that's what Coach Juan's like. Hey man. Or no, but like, hey, it's not really cool talking Spanish by some well, white no. people. We should start talking Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> me, me it, that's why me Jorge is like my drilling partner. Yeah. So we, me, him, just always like, hey, como sabes? Yeah, bien, tú, bien, bien. I should do that. I need yeah. more Spanish friendships. Yeah, we need to get a little bit more people in there. A little more people there. Yeah. We'll take over. Andreas is Hispanic. Andrew, yeah. Andrian, We're gonna have an elote stand and everything yeah. next to you. <laughs> Outside and shit. Putting <laughs> tortillas and shit. <laughs> like, we got an elote. What's yeah? Okay, so like that. That's a good question. So elotes, they're Mexican. What street food do Salvadorians eat? Like pupusas. Pupusas. They do a lot of pupusas out there. And the plantains. Yeah, platanos. What else? Like the the tamales are also street food, or is that like a meal? Like that's eat, that's more of a meal, I believe. That so. You eat sitting down. Yeah. So what what else is in the streets in Salvador if you want to eat? I can't remember because I was a kid. Really, yeah. they had like pan too, like pan. Oh, pan con crema. A lot of people crema? eat that shit. Yeah, pan con crema. That's a tradition. Tradition. As a little kid. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, for a little kid, man, they'll be like, "You want some?" It's so simple. Just what is literally. It? It's just bread and fucking yeah. crema, sour Mark. cream. Sour cream? Yeah. That's what we have in the fridge, bro. Yeah. See, that's weird Pan con crema? Yeah. That's some, yeah. I don't, I've never had pan Try con it, crema. Try it, man. After that, you like be what, like... Which pan? Like pan dulce or like a bolillo? No, not pan dulce. Bro, I just use white bread sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like straight up. Like the Wonder Bread Yeah, slices? straight up. No, no cap. It's literally like pan con crema. Like yeah. I'm not even Salvadorian. My mom's Colombian and my dad's Costa Rican. And like... I, I don't know why she bought Salvadorian cream, bro. You might best. have told her. It's the best. I think you told her one time because yeah. every time Henry got fucked up, he spent the night. My mom always asked him, "You were 
always asks this fucker if he wants breakfast. God damn. Every time. Every time I would like know that like, she's asked, oh, do you want breakfast? Every time. But I think you got her into the Salvadorian cream, bro. Because I remember we never bought so that shit. So what kind of bread is it? Is it like Wonder Bread? Slice? I don't know what it's called. Pan, I think it's called Pan. What's Pan de Barak? What's that? Pan de que? What did you say earlier? You said Pan, pan dulce, dulce, Pan. What's the other one you Bolillo? said? What's Pan? What's that? Bolillo is like the, it looks like a hoagie. Yeah, that's what it that is. That one, bolillo. Yeah. What do you call it? You don't call it bolillo? It is. I just never, oh, okay. never caught the word. Yeah, bolillo. It's with double L's. Yeah, bolillo. That, that adds that just sound. Yeah, it's like when you go to Fiesta or Rancho, they always have it like in the container or whatever. That's right? cool. Rancho. I don't know. I was go. in the Michoacana? city. Uh, go. Yeah. Go so it's a good. It was a good store. They have good juices that I get for Emily. Yeah. They got Michoacana. the beets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you guys do piñatas? Is that a thing? Yeah, we do piñatas. You do piñatas? Yeah, it's been a, a while because I'm not a kid, but you 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 get offended when people call you Mexican or something else. I mean, when I was a kid, yeah, but nah, it, you still do. Well, the but thing is, you yeah, don't get mad, true, but, but at the same time, it's like my step family is Mexican, so I yeah. grow with Mexicans. So I know how they talk and stuff, you know. Hey, oh, oh, yeah, wait. So what does a Salvadorian sound like? Oh my god. Oh hey yo, been, he could do impression. He does do all it. the time with Joe. <laughs> no, just as a face. No, <laughs> just as a face. No, it was like Salvadorans have a very thick accent. Yeah. So like they'd be like, "Hola, oh, cómo estás? ¿Y puedo?" And like you have like a very oh, thick accent. Be like, yeah. "Como mira, oh, like yeah, I just." So you guys have. Taken the the R's, your R is very vague. Yeah, we have the th. we say th. Yeah. we say both too. Both, yeah, kind of like Spaniards. Yeah, yeah. Central America does was. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool, but you can still understand it when people don't use it. It's the same thing, was. It's cool. Spanish is a really cool language. I I like that it, you if you know English and Spanish and Portuguese and French you can just go anywhere in this side of the world. There's down the hall. That What's your favorite part about going to El Salvador? Just the culture is different, you know, from here, you know. Yeah. It's not. You know, it's not this. It's a third country, so. Well, you like it. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy it. It's been a while since I gone. I was nine, but I I plan on going this year. Got you know, hopefully. Victor, can I hold this shit? Yeah, because I, it's yours. Cause I'm gonna ask yeah. permission first before so I get my. So your parents are your oh, dad's from shit. Colombia. It's, Yo, this shit heavy. It's thirty <laughs> pounds. Uh, my mom's from Maine, Colombia, and my dad's from oh. Costa Rica. So do you speak Spanish? My Spanish kind of fucked up because my my parents didn't teach me that much Spanish. Oh, um, I think it's. Because of the culture, like how like they just taught me, they just showed me how to speak English. Priority, yeah. right? Like, oh, hey, we're a Hispanic family. Let's teach our first. I'm I'm the firstborn. I have two younger yeah. brothers. Just pure English. I started speaking more Spanish when my grandmother came, and at that point, that's when I really took up on Spanish because she didn't speak English um, when she came from Maine. That's really cool. I swear, I learned Spanish from a book. Really? Yeah, they brought a book from El Salvador, and they just taught me, like, the simple words and stuff, and then I just picked up when I got older, you know? I used to have the Southern accent, but uh, when I was set, after, when I was seven, I moved to Oklahoma, and, and over there, just, you know, all, it's all, like, a lot of Americans, you know? Yeah, you know, talk like this. You got them biscuits and I gravy. didn't talk. 
<laughs> I don't talk like no grandies <laughs> work here, bro. <laughs> grandies, bro. Grandies. But, uh, yeah. Got them hash browns. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I grew up in the country. I grew up in the country, so I, I, I had to deal with a, a lot of people. That's funny as shit, him doing the country accent, because, like, for his birthday, we went out, yeah. and there was this fight between these two white guys, bro. I'm like, damn, bro. They're probably fucking mad about each other's trucks. They're Dodge yeah. 1500s. But 1500. Was, <laughs> that Dodge Ram 1500, failure. Whose truck's <laughs> bigger? My truck's bigger. It's lifted, <laughs> failure. That's right. Got it from that stimulus. Yeah. <laughs> stimulus. Uh. So big, dude. So then what happened with the fight? No, they nothing happened. It was a, the they the guard. They just other. yelled at each other, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. When they uh, talk like this, that, that, trust me, the bro. They had that trucker head and shit. Yeah. Tell them about the they the got the Hurley on, the Hurley, <laughs> the, the Hurley whale shark. We went to Atlanta like at the end of 2019, and they have the second biggest aquarium in the world. So Victor had to go. Mm-hmm. Um, We're the second biggest tradition. in the world. Yeah, uh, in Atlanta. Atlanta, oh, sure. la la. Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna dump your have... body in there, bro. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can take a tour. Okay, okay. I, I took a tour. It took me behind the scenes, and if I was crazy, behind the scenes tour. That's if what I, Victor wanted to if do. If I was crazy, I could have just hop over this little railing and gone into the. Fucking swim with these yeah. fucking fishes the, and shit. Whale sharks. Whale sharks. Oh yeah, whale sharks. you would have probably been dead. No. Nah. Well, sharks. Their yeah. mouths are this big. Oh, I'm only thinking about shrimpy things. I'm thinking about killer sharks, yeah, like the white sharks. great whites and yeah, tiger great sharks. Whites, no. Yeah. No. But it was it's the other fish in there that have, would worry me, and the turtles, yeah. and I wouldn't do. I wouldn't jump in there with them. Those things are big. They are pretty big. But uh, no, sea creatures scare me. Sea creatures. Yeah. What freaks me out about big the sea fish. of the ocean is like fucking. You see those movies where they like they go on their yachts and they're in the middle of the fucking ocean. They go swimming and shit. That freaks me out because I do not know what the fuck is underneath me, bro. Yeah, what's yeah, scary is when they say they haven't discovered seventy five percent what's in the ocean. Yeah, that we know That's more about space scary. than the fucking ocean. That's crazy. That's. Yeah. I saw this. I yeah, and I saw this meme where it showed like we don't know seventy five percent and it showed like different creatures below the seas and shit. Like, isn't that crazy how that fucking works, bro? Those little squishy things, how they can survive under. Thousands of fucking tons of pressure, mm, like dang. the Mariana Trench. That one with the little light, like this. The, the little angler. angler. That is so cool. I know that. Angler. I know the cool. angler from Finding Nemo. So cool. Yeah, I seen that on SpongeBob. Oh yeah, SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah. Not nah, like it's crazy. Like with the whole like, I, there was a video or there was a TikTok about like how tiny we are compared to the fucking universe. Oh really? I'm really? like, holy shit, dude. We're fucking little specks. Of yeah, fucking we're nothing. Dust. We're we just fucking up so much space. We t- yeah we, we do. do so much shit, dude. Hey, if all this shit happens and Mars becomes inhabited, would y'all want to be the first ones to go? No, no. I don't know. Probably no. not. Yeah, probably not because, man, be the first one to fly into space. There's not That's gonna be yeah, good ahead. food. There's no way there's gonna be good food. <laughs> I gotta get that weight cut. You know, <laughs> gotta I, go there for a weight I don't cut. Think, <laughs> I don't think Mars is gonna have good food. Have I mean, you ever first eaten of all, astronaut food. No. It tastes like styrofoam. It's like all dried out and stuff. Oh. Sounds like Ew. gross. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> Your Girl Scout troop never spent the night at NASA? Hello? No. But tell us about the whale shark guy. <laughs> okay, so here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Victor's having up this story. Yeah. I'm excited. 
Yeah. Okay. So the the this giant, super giant tank has four whale sharks in it, and they just swim. It's a toilet bowl. I mean, they just swim in circles all day long. That's what they do. And um, animals in captivity, y'all. So we're in the okay. So and then a few times a day, the tour guides or whatever, they um give their presentation and they talk about the whale sharks and the other fish in there and so the room's full of people and then they're like oh we'll ask questions at the end q a at the end it's big like the size of this wall but taller mm. that's the window you see through damn to see into the tank yeah. yeah 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 it's like a media room but it's not a theater it's like a window a into window the aquarium into the you know what i'm saying interesting it's cool. Yeah. So they're talking about the fish as they swim by. They're talking about the whale sharks as they swim by. These things are so big. <laughs> I don't know. I just was astounded just at how huge they are and how huge this tank is. It's really great. Okay. So anyway, so <laughs> they're, doing <laughs> they're doing this Q&A at the end. And so uh, this guy goes. Oh my gosh, I just couldn't believe people like this actually exist. Like, I've only seen them on TV. But this man, for real, was like, hold on, let me see. I don't know if I can do the accent. I don't know if I can do it justice. <laughs> I said, well, with a, with a tank that big, with a tank that big, you gotta have real big catfish. Bruh, <laughs> real big catfish. <laughs> how big, like how a, big a catfish get? What like, y'all get Cabela's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I remember Trista Cabela's I've never and heard shit. somebody talk like that I had never heard somebody talk like that I literally was like oh, they're real oh my god is that a gnome is it a gnome it's like how about you, cat, you catfish get in a tank that big <laughs> it was so funny and the tour guide this is a saltwater tank catfish are freshwater creatures if you didn't know so this tour guide is like um, that's gonna be in our freshwater area um, so he handled it very professionally and really nicely. I just couldn't believe. I've never heard an accent like that before. I was like, swamp people. Yeah. Not only, <laughs> not, not, only not only did they come swamp like, <laughs> for real, you know this boy been in the river, sticking his hand yeah, in some yeah, holes. No, 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 okay. It's funny. Noodling. <laughs> Noodling. <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> Swamp people. I need my whole leg noodle, that bitch. I just couldn't believe. It. So number one, they actually exist. Number two, they let them out the swamp sometimes. What? I just couldn't believe I actually yeah. observed someone in real life like that. That's funny as hell. It I don't know awesome. what it is, but it's just funny when I hear like an accent. Go to like Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Cracker Barrel in Louisiana. Fucking okay, okay, country accent. He does it well. I ain't gonna lie. His country accent is good. But no, nah, that shit cracks me up, man. Like country acts, and when I hear them talk, I'm just like, holy shit. It's the best. Yeah. Like a super, do you have family that, do you have any family that have very thick accents like that or no? Not like that, no, no. No. No, my, no. What I mean, about my you? family's all Southerners and stuff. Southerner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, just, I'm from here. Oh, wow. From Texas. Texas and like, um, my mom's family's from New Mexico. But yeah. Because you have an accent. I could, I could hear an accent in oh, you. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, I think it's gotten more emphasized. Like, okay, so when I was little, I kind of did. And then um, I think I tried to escape from it. You know, I tried to be better than that or whatever. And um, in my adulthood, I've just been like, whatever, this is who I am. And yeah. so that I think, I don't <laughs> know. And it gets more like as I get tired or whatever, like it starts slipping out more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say real quick, guys, before we wrap this podcast, because it's pretty, it's almost two hours. 
Oh, oh, damn. Yeah. Two hours. But are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, more, it's, <laughs> it's an hour and like four. Hey, minutes. whatever. We're talking about. Yeah. We're talking to a champ. Yeah. There's champ two things fuck. we gotta cut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There is. Yeah. Well, I'll make sure to do that. Please. <laughs> before we wrap this up, I wanted to. We always ask this question to our guests all the time in the iPoys podcast. iPoys. iPoys. Um. I'll start with you, Emily, and then I'll end with the oh, okay, with okay, the El Magnifico. <laughs> um, is there is if there's anything anything you would any advice any quote you would give to anyone out there that you know that that's helped you or that you know that will help others what would it be um a quote a quote or any advice any tip oh my god <laughs> don't ask stupid questions about whale sharks and their tanks yeah. <laughs> Catfish. 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 Catfish or freshwater yeah. fish? Freshwater? <laughs> to help somebody? Or any advice. Like mm-hmm. if you had, even for yourself, like if you were able to talk to your younger self, what advice yeah, or anything, what, what advice oh, would gosh. you give? Or something you've learned through life yourself that you're like, damn, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah. That's good shit that I learned. That's some good shit. It doesn't have to be that hard. Yeah, we go deep in here. <laughs> We have, we like have no, that's it. Like, it just doesn't have to be that hard. Mm-hmm. I, I just think, like, something that I have to remind myself a lot about now is, like, and something I get so, like, hyped up about. It's so cool that, like, um, we like to pretend we're, like, above it, but we're the same as all the other mammals, um, and we're the same as the trees. Okay, so we don't. nobody has to program the sun to, like, come up in the morning and go down in the evening. It just happens. Like, mm-hmm. the tide comes in and out. Um, the the leaves turn green and then they turn brown and then they fall off and then they grow new green and then they turn brown and then they fall off and nobody has to like make them do that they just do that like there's the flow that you were talking about there's this um, a normal and um, just completely normal inclination of the entire universe to conspire in one direction um, on a rhythm right and we are with that and we're on that like I don't have to tell my heart to do anything it just does it um, I didn't like I'm I am growing a fetus right now and I don't have to do anything I literally don't have to do anything yeah you don't it's <laughs> it's better if I don't do some things you know if I don't partake in uh, particular substances if I don't go skydiving right now you know what I'm saying but i don't have to like read a textbook and be like okay baby are you working on your eyes right now um are are you still plugged into the uterus you know what i'm saying like this is just how it goes and um the rhythm is just going to keep going no matter what until it's time to be done you know what i'm saying and so all i have to do is feel my pulse and be like okay am i in the flow like am i walking my natural rhythm um my soul my heart is the driver right and so um like my daddy said my heart is the driver and so am i just allowing like that natural inclination that i was born with um am i allowing this uh normalcy of who i am and like my soul's calling am i allowed allowing that you know what i'm saying and that's all it is you don't have it doesn't have to be that hard you don't have to reinvent anything you don't even have to like gosh i feel like myself and we as a people just spend so much time trying to find ourselves and discover ourselves and we're here the whole time i'm I'm here the whole time you know i'm right here the whole time so it just doesn't have to be that hard yeah holy shit like 
Man, you guys, you guys know how to talk, man. Or maybe I just get intrigued by the smallest fucking things in life, dude. <laughs> maybe like I just get intrigued so easy. I'm like, wow, that's so yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like with the mouth open, yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and what about you, Victor? If I could tell someone something that would help. Them. Advice, right? Advice. For yourself, if you could tell, like how I'm, I was telling Emmy, if it, you could talk to your younger self, what advice would you give? Or something that you've learned that would be good to spread. Damn. I need to work on these because I'm about to have a kid. I need to work on those. Man's about to give his child some quotes every day. Some pep talk every day. The corner man. (laughs) You can push it. It was a big meal, but you got this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. Um,. I would say that so far what's worked for me was I never stopped doing what I really like doing. I never stopped doing what I love. You know, if if you have time for anything in your day, you know, sometimes you're tired, sometimes you don't. Make sure you devote as much time as you can to something that you like doing, something that you love, something you're passionate about. Even if you only have five minutes in the day to do it, devote that time to something that you love. And and obviously you're gonna want that time more. And when you get to a place where you can do that all the time, well, that'd be pretty cool. But just, I would say just devote time. Whatever amount of time it is, devote it to something you're passionate about. And if you like it, keep doing it. Fuck. And mic drop. Damn, bro. Dude's giving out speeches like fucking Optimus Prime and shit over here. Optimus fucking Prime. kicking ass and shit. Mm, I've never seen Optimus Prime. Like the Transformers movie. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah. You've no. never seen it? No. Damn. I, I tried to watch the first one, but I couldn't follow it. I wasn't sure. Mm. I just knew Bumblebee was in it. Yeah. Nah, bro. You got to give it a second try, dude. Yeah. I promise you. You will enjoy the Transformers movies. I hope so. Maybe not the very last one, mm. but no. you'll enjoy the first one for sure. Yeah. And the second one. But thank you guys for your time as always. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Oh, man. I'm just excited and yeah, very excited for you, bro. As a teammate, you know, I've, as my, I've only been training at Peak for almost three years, bro. But I've seen you like grow as, you know, so much. And I'm excited for you. And I'm excited for you guys. For you guys newborn and for you guys future as a fighter and as a family as all that so i'm i'm very excited for you bro we wish you the best for both of you guys yeah absolutely hope you come spar or just train muay thai yeah you'll see hey it's all good bro you'll see me knocked out within the first five minutes or some shit you'll see see, like what's up henry square up oh shit Mm. yeah maybe i'll get you that muay thai clinch bro fucking me in the cara but <laughs> thank you for you guys this time as always and thank you for listening. Um it was a pleasure talking to a fucking champ. Thank you. You guys sir. have a kick ass weekend. You too. Thank you.